Hey guys, welcome back to the Off The Script podcast. Um, this is going to be the Chris special part one. Is that right, Joe? I think so. Yep. Um, Chris special but, number one. Yeah, and we are joined by our lovely lady guest, uh, Caitlin Hill and Savannah Westerby. How's it going? All right, thank you very much. Very good. Yeah, very good on my end. Very good. Are we all excited for Christmas? No. No? Okay. Good. I don't want to say no because that seems sad, but it, it's just always a bit sad this year. Yeah, this this has been a, uh, a roller coaster, hasn't it? Honestly. Um, but... I actually can't believe how much has happened this year without nothing happening at all. In it. It's, it's funny watching the world turn when you're just stuck inside your room. That's the main thing, I think, is just, like, you see... So I've like, done a bloody prep yeah. in a pandemic. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. Watching close. Yeah. It was something, that. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling now, though, po- like, post-prep? Oh, man, I feel fucking fantastic. Like, mm. I'm so surprised how quickly post-prep I felt like me again and honestly like the entire way through prep like when I was speaking to people when I was checking I was like I am fine I am so fine I feel great my energy is great my focus is great bullshit absolute fucking bullshit but within a couple of weeks of actually eating food again you know no fat burners having fats in my system brilliant um I've never recovered if you want to call it that from a prep so quickly um Mm. And things are rolling nicely now going yeah. into off-season. Like, I was able to beat all-time numbers on lifts and things really quickly. My food's the highest it's ever been. I've got no formal cardio. Stress is really low. Sleep is good. So, it's happy days. Yeah. I was watching the other day because, like, obviously we keep tabs on each other, kind of. Um, and you're progressing your deadlift at the minute quite quickly, your RDL. RDL, yeah. Um, that was something last off season that stalled for a really long time. I think I got to mm. about 105 kilos. And funnily enough, like my back offset was progressing. That was getting closer and closer to my top set. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it was maybe even just like a mental thing because you'll know sometimes you get the bar in your hands and you go, fuck, this is heavy. Yeah, it just feels heavy. That keep coming up. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but going into the soft season, whatever it is, um, yeah, we're on a really good run with us. So they'll be staying in for the foreseeable. Well in. Uh, how are you at? How how much are you up now on scale weight? Because um, you still look fairly lean. So seven kilo ish, about a stone. Nice. That's and a- I'm like five foot two and three quarters. Don't tell, don't tell the listeners that they're weird. They're weird, like, <laughs> ooh, three quarters. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about you, Caitlin? How's your off season? It's it's been really good. Like I, I can resonate well. Like going back to last year when I prepped, it was mm. a really bloody long prep. Um, I think it was like twenty six weeks in total, which um, you know. Like, well, I know people like I bet if Thorburn's listening, he's like, 26 weeks, that's that's halfway through my prep. But yeah, yeah long two weeks of keto. That's yeah, it. yeah. Thorburn, if you're listening, shush. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
but yeah, like I felt the exact same. I think just coming out of prep last year, I couldn't believe mm. how much strength had come up. Like you've done that with your RDL, like my deadlift. That's been something that I've, I've progressed quite a lot. And you know, mm. I think these massive compound moves. If like it's it's just it's not even a case of like strength it's just stability just feeling more stable come on on the way up um mm. you, you will get to a point where it will stall again but i had like i i had hip hinges out uh like that particular hip hinge out for four five six months and then all of a sudden uh november 2019 started deadlifting again and didn't take it out until july 2020 so like I can see Sav now taking this RDL yeah. and rinsing it until, you know, it stalls, which I, I don't see why there's any reason for it to stall for a long time, because I know that you, you'll be nailing all your variables. Um, but yeah, in regards to that off season, what happened was came out of prep. Um, and to be honest, I think we nailed the process when I was with Unique. I, uh, I think we nailed that. And then obviously coming into 2020, beginning the lockdown, um, I moved to Tom and we sort of stayed the same weight, assessed the situation, did a mini cut, dropped about 17 pounds um, and got the body in just like such a better place, to be honest with you. Like I knew for a fact that at the end of the first initial push up, you can just tell, can't you, when appetite starts to go, sessions feel okay but not great pumps you know so did the mini cut and then as soon as gyms opened sort of rebounded out so to speak and we just remember sort of... that because i trained with you pretty much straight after you oh yeah yeah we trained you, didn't we you look fucking wham oh thank so, you very much you got done yeah it. you can tell that, that like in terms of like efficiency of the body to process and like take on yeah you can just feel it in yourself this is probably a bit weird but like when i'm driving home from rotherham it, like it's a good 40 45 minute drive yeah. but i can just feel myself going hypo in the car low-key love love it like yeah. i'm because by the time i'm back i'm like right i'm ready i'm ready for a good old feed and yeah. i know that that's not like a great you know dic dictator as to whether you're in a good position or not but yeah body was in a really good place for a while i think now we're sort of pushing at the upper echelon again. So uh, we're just sort of going to assess the situation for the next couple of weeks mm. um, and bring us into 2021 where I have no set plans, but either way, it's going to be fun. Well in, yeah. I, I, I'm very excited to see where all of us end up in the next year. Coming round to Joe. How's your food, mate? Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see where you end up, Joe, because obviously you're now coming off the back of another flare-up. Um, well, but you're... I'm either, either going to be in the morgue or I'm going to be wham. So it's one of the, <laughs> one of the other, but there's no other options. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what what are you like at the moment, though? Because I know you're on some new medication and stuff. All good. Um, so, had, so I went really shit again mm. about... 11 weeks ago, I lost almost 15 kilos again. Um, and you'd know, Jermaine, I wasn't particularly fat. So 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, had two iron infusions and changed meds because my old medication wasn't working properly. And uh, had some nice relaxed time, no training, no nothing really. Um, took some pics just two weeks ago today and compared them with the last time that I had my flare up earlier in the year. And I'm a lot leaner, fortunately, obviously. Like, I'll be honest, like, I'm like 100 and I was 100 and 198 pounds just before it happened. And the lowest I got down to was like 170, um, which is shit, especially when you're losing like fucking four mm-hmm. weeks. Um, but yeah, everything now seems good. Uh, food is back to like to baseline at like 3k. Um, weight's going on back at 180. Training's good. Uh, change the way I train a little bit. So a little bit more volume in there. Still progressive overload, but a little bit more volume in there. Instead of doing like PPL, it's four day split now. Just so I, I don't fuck up my, my nervous system or my immune system again. Um, just any kind of potential for that to happen. I'm just trying to minimize. Uh, but yeah, food's up. Um, getting stronger. I've only been training like 10 days and there's already been substantial change in, in the way I'm looking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, uh, the plan is, is try and st- if I can stay healthy for six months, I'll be very, very happy and very, I don't want to toot my own home, but I think I'll be quite impressive com- in comparison to what everybody knows me as, as a listener. Cause before everything, you know, I was fairly heavy, not fat or anything really. Um, but a lot bigger than I am now. Um, so it's pretty much a rebound until I get a back lot, to A lot of people don't realise that that Joe at one point was like in the 220s and actually like had some solid size on him. Um, Just before my diagnosis. Hmm. I was like obviously 101 back. kilo. Yeah. And after that kicked in. And to and be then... down at, to be down, yeah, yeah. To be down at like... 79 kilos from that mentally it's quite mm. it's horrible really just because it's like all your work goes straight down the toilet but it is what Literally. it is if you stay healthy yeah if we can stay healthy um then i'm happy and if i can't then i guess it just wasn't meant to be so yeah that's it i think that's quite a good outlook to have on it because like there's probably a few people out there who might be listening who have certain health conditions or certain parameters in their life that mean that they can't necessarily pursue what we do to the extent that a lot of us can do, like, if that makes sense. So, like, Caitlin, Savannah, myself, we're in a very good position health-wise where we can sort of push push this and take it as far, really, as as, as we want to, it seems. Um, but having that perspective from you of just like you know that at the end of the day you got to know where you stand with it and like hey look yeah. hey how 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 worth it is it to you if you know you could end up in a casket <laughs> yeah yeah it's like if I, if I go back to like when I was sick again it just puts shit into perspective like it's so awesome to just be alive in general even as how shit 
everything is right now. You know, the fact that you can wake up, brush your teeth and have a piss, you know, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> so, you know, and the fact that we're privileged enough to be able to eat a load of food, look great, be happy and push ourselves at some point of the, like every day, you know, and it's, it's really cool. Um, but as I say, like, it's put a lot of things into perspective for me. I'm still as committed as I've ever been. It's just put more things into the foreground as well. Um, so I'm not neglecting other areas of my life um, as much. Well, if, if at all now. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's been a big wake up call. And if it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. And, and everybody knows my personality. I'll, I'll push till I can't push anymore. And, and with intentions of, of competing in the next 20, 20 months. Um, but if, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, and I'll find something else to do. So, Yeah, well in. I, I mean, as well for views, we do have some stuff behind the scenes that we're working on. Um, so there'll definitely be time and focus that Joe put into other stuff, not necessarily bodybuilding in the gym, but outside the gym and, and some stuff we end up doing. Um, right. What about you, Jermaine? Oh, me? Um, yeah, you. At the minute, I'm in in some ways a good place, some ways a weird, like not necessarily the best place. Um, I'm, I've now effectively lost my job as a result of circumstance, as a lot of people out there have. Um, and at the minute I'm still in university, so I've got one more semester left uh, along with my dissertation hand in and other projects. So um, busy time, busy time for me. Um, and I think people are fairly aware that I've been keeping quiet fairly recently on social media. Dorian. <clears throat> Dorian, just being there. Mm. Uh, waiting for them checking picture, man. <laughs> been about eight don't even know what you look like anymore. You know, the last update I think I posted was like August, maybe? Eight months ago. Yeah, I don't know. No, bro, remember. it's been longer than that. Was it June? Don't know, it's been a while. Yeah, I haven't seen you in the pants for at least 12 months. We when me and you trained, Jermaine, I remember you just looking like a large human being. <laughs> I've always been... It, the thing is, right, I've always been a large human being, um, but I think because of how I'm sort of proportioned, a lot of people don't realise necessarily the like the width of me or the height of me. Mm. A few people now comment on the fact that they see me in person, they go, oh, you're taller than I thought you were. As if they're yeah. To be fair, you were you were tall. Well, like yeah. even Louis was like, and Louis changed with, trains with fucking James, and he's like, Jesus Christ, you man, you're a wham, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love Louis. He's funny. No. He's, um, no. which is encouraging. I think that's that's. A, I think that's probably a good thing. At the minute, I'm just continuing growing. Still got an off season on the go, and um, with the intent of hopefully. Uh, if circumstance allows, um, reassessing in August, uh, I'm looking to get back with AJ at that point uh, with the intent to go on to compete in 2022. Uh, Didn't realise that you were with him. we have just been doing your own thing. I've been doing my own off-season, yeah. So, I've, Why? Why? Um, angry why. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Um, I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast I did with Finn. No, you haven't. Um, Joe, Joe's keeping tabs. Um, 
So the reason why I think at the time initially when I first came to that sort of conclusion, I mean, I ended, I finished, I finished being coached with AJ in December of last year. So you'd done like the rebound post-show. Yeah, so basically AJ took me through my rebound, made sure that I wasn't a cunt with food or anything like that, which is great. Once that was all sorted, got to Christmas, um, he saw me at Christmas, um, was happy with what he saw. And I'd spoken to about him like in October, I think now I, I was thinking about leaving him after the rebound, but with the intent to come back to him yeah, for my prep. So I'd have like three months before prep and then we'd go from there. Um, mainly because I wanted to have not necessarily a level of independence, but branch out and try mm. and my own. See, every, everyone in this podcast currently, other than myself, is doing their own thing in an off-season, and it makes me think, hmm, like sometimes what I want to, but at, like at the end of the day, I yeah. just don't think I'd be able to do it for myself personally. If, if, if what you're doing is working, which it clearly is, then why change it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. For me, it's... Um, like I will always say undoubtedly that having a coach, even in the off season, I, I think this at this point as well, even in the off season, has having a coach is the best choice always. Cause you'll always have a second opinion. Always. You'll always have Don mm. who are who are good like know exactly what they're looking at and have worked with a multitude of different people and know what to do in certain situations. Um I, I've, I think I, I, it's not that I fell out of love with training by being coached, but I wanted to branch out and, and, and sort of tackle stuff for myself. And I had the intent, you know, obviously from the get-go, I wanted to end up coaching. Um, like for those who don't know, I, I study strength and conditioning and sports nutrition as a degree. Uh, as do I. <coughs> yeah, as does Joe now. So, like, it's always been my intent to do that. And as a result, I wanted to branch out and figure out for myself, okay, what are my strategies here? Okay, like, if I get put in a situation where I'm under pressure to make a decision like that, for myself at least, can I make that decision? Um, which it seems like I'm, I'm able to. Um, so I, I wanted to do that for that reason. However, I do think that, now, going into, you know, 2021, um, getting a coach again is definitely, you know, the plan still and always has been. Um, and, and, make, and going from there, because like for me, like now I'm in a position where I've, start, I've started my own coaching business um, by doing that, started taking on clients, the rest of it. Um, and now I... I feel confident in myself that I have the knowledge basis and the like the ability to apply that knowledge. Um, so now I can, I can comfortably go back with AJ knowing that like I, I have that in me. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, a conversation mm. that I had um, at one of my shows with my previous coach was he'd said he wanted every client that he worked with to get to a point where they no longer needed him and they could coach yeah. themselves effectively. That's, and that's, I mean, yeah. end of the day, I mean, he is, more intelligent than I will ever be and I have not and will not ever stop learning from him mm. and I probably still would consult with him about certain things but I mean 
ultimately it got to a point at the end of the prep where it was like I'd started to formulate these ideas of oh I'd, I'd like to have a dabble with mm. this and I'd like to try this and I'd like to go off in that direction yeah. and I felt confident to do that and I think that is a sign of a good coach yeah I agree that's sort of my ethos with coaching as well is that I want to educate as well as you know obviously coach no I think I think that when you get um like in this industry that we all know there's so many bullshit coaches out there who will just say like to their clients if the client ask them a question and it's like hey why am I doing this they'll just say oh, don't worry just trust me I'm so bad I'm trying to like learn to ask questions but I just go yeah all right then yeah, yeah I mean, so yeah like it, it, send him a thumbs up emoji yeah if there's certain like like for example with AJ I, I think I questioned him on decisions or or wanted to clar- him to clarify stuff maybe five times over the entire period I was coached by him, which was like almost a year. Um, and that's I, I and that was because I understood a lot of the decisions in advance because and in check-ins or in person or over WhatsApp or whatever, he he gave he said it and he gave me an explanation along with it. And let's be honest, when you select a coach in the first place, you tend Mm. to go with someone who you resonate with. I mean, if I am a, this is an example, if I was a very high intensity, low volume, high carb, low fat person, I'm probably going to choose the coach who preaches that. And so then when they prescribe that to me, I'm going to go, yeah, sound. Mm. But I think if you're choosing a coach and you know they just kind of go okay I want you to take that fat but I want you to take that amount of cardio and you're a little bit not too compliant but you maybe don't understand it maybe you don't come from as educated a place Mm. yourself if you then leave that coach they've not prepared you to be a bodybuilder I agree yeah absolutely and if if you it's like as a as a client you might not really care why but because you presume that your coach has a reason why, but mm. if they don't, then you're doing the bad thing. They're a shit coach, and it's just not a good situation. Especially mm. if you're a very compliant person, like you, you might just be yes sir or yes ma'am. But if they don't know what the fuck they're doing, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, um, see that a lot. It's like I come from a different perspective in, in a way. Yeah in a way, because I want to learn my body as much as I can before I get a coach. Mm. And then moving on from there, I already know I, I'm in a position where I, f- I fully understand my body up to that point. And then I can bring somebody else on board whose opinion I respect, whose credibility leads towards, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about as well. Mm. I know for a fact I'm too fucking stubborn to just say, yeah, okay, that's fine because I'm quite independent and always have been. Yeah. So if, if I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay, it's going to be, yeah, okay, but why, why are we doing this? If they mm. tell me, even if it's the right answer and I don't agree with it, I know there's going to be an issue. So it's just yeah. a bit redundant me having a coach to me because I'm a bit, bit of a stubborn twat. So. <laughs> I've done a bit of birth. I mean, I did my 2018 prep, came out the back of that. I spent a year and a half doing everything myself, did my own programming, Mm. progressed my own lifts as much as I could built my food up as high as I dared and 
ultimately got to a point where it was like I have milked everything I can out of this I don't mm. really want to go into another bikini prep right now and so that was when I then reached out to a coach to say like look I want to go fucking hard in this off season I feel like yeah. I can still be better before I do a prep and spent a year working with him and Len an absolute ton that I wouldn't have done otherwise mm. yeah I agree I, I think proper, that, proper uplifting yeah. Christmas special this is, right? <laughs> when I say, yeah, I, do, I do want to preface that, like, when I say that I am not being coached by anyone, that doesn't mean that I'm not listening to anyone else's opinion. That means I'm listening yeah. to everyone else's opinions more or, or looking at information or looking at different training styles, like, trying to, like, I, I spent a lot of time earlier on this year really digging in and, and looking at, like, Patrick Tor, for example, or looking more at Mountain Dog, or um, I don't know if you guys know Nathan Williamson. Um, he's an Australian uh, bodybuilding coach. There's, like, I, I, I've been branching out and looking at other other areas and seeing, like, okay, what can I take from this and apply it to what I currently do to in, enhance what I currently do? Um which is what I like. I think that I like. I can attribute a lot of my success with certain things. Like, for example, my deadlift progression this year. Like, I I went from being able to maybe pull one eighty for a single at Christmas to now I can pull two forty. Um, you know what I mean, like, and and that's off of the back of me looking at okay, what is Uncle Keefy doing, even. <laughs> And looking at like, okay, how what's his approach to training? He he is a lot more sort of he he doesn't look at stuff on paper and go, okay, I need to get one more rep for this, or I need to do this or this or this. He's looking at okay, how do I feel today? What did I do last time? What have I done the entire week? I guess, and how, how I'm I recovered enough and am I primed to do a certain thing and attempt adding ten kg onto a deadlift, for example. Like that's that's why I ended up adding. Like I, I I pulled what did I do? I, I pulled like 220 times five. And then the following week in the next rotation, I was like, okay, my hamstrings and my adductors as an everything don't feel tight, they feel good. Everything feels like it's in a good position. With a good warm-up routine, I could just go in and pull 230 and progress like that. And it, it's comfortable. Do you know what I mean? So it's looking at stuff like that. Um and trying to apply that to your own coaching that I, or your own sort of training that I think matters and not, not just sticking to one idea. Like, I, But then do you not think that just sticking to one thing and absolutely rinsing it for all it's worth is worth it? Because if you use all your tools at once, where have you got to go from there? Not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. So when I like, th there's an overarching principle to my training, which is obviously low volume, high intensity always has been probably always will be because it suits me and I can progress fairly well, li just lifting heavier and heavier and heavier. Um, and I feel very comfortable doing that, but it gets to a point where when I look in perspective for stuff like leg press, for example, how many more plates can I just continually stack on leg press before it becomes a bit redundant and I'm just training my tendons and ligaments? Um, so like, that's where I started looking at, okay, what can I do in terms of like set amplifiers, like doing a muscle round or rest pause or whatever for a back off. That's where I start. I can start applying those training principles to that sort of stuff. 
or let's say, for example, like I, I, I have like a pec in, like injury uh, where I have like chronic pain in my left like pec up near like the insertion under the armpit. Um, so for me, I have to then go, okay, I have to adapt my training a bit to, to facilitate like new growth so I can actually progress still in that aspect. Does that make sense? So, like, so you're doing it on stuff like leg press where you yeah. physically won't be able to put, but like on a deadlift, there's nothing more you can do other than, because it's not like you're deadlifting 500 kilos. Like, is it on yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. where you're like stacking it? It's stuff, yeah, it's mainly on exercises where I'm like, okay, the risk versus reward here is no longer worth it for me. Okay. It's not saying that I can't progress like leg press and leg press more than 500 kilos. Like in time I will. But right now, like, it doesn't make sense for me. For Like, I'm getting, like, I'm able to, for whatever reason, just add 40 kg onto a leg press every single time I do it in rotation, enormous match reps. Um, for whatever reason, like, I'm just very suited to that movement. Um, but then that's just, like, getting a bit silly. Do you know what I mean? So, like, what else can I do that's going to get me the same sort of reward but not going to fuck me up in the long run makes sense fairly good way of putting it i think does that make sense viewers let us know um what do you guys think about that like what are your sort of like obviously caitlin you've got a coach and you for the most part have always had a coach pretty much i mean from 13 to 15 i didn't Mm. but um from 15 onwards i've had a coach so i've just always basically i've got a program set out low volume high intensity and i've just absolutely rinsed it Mm. that means normally you know stuff beans in like movements are in there for a good nine ten months until they physically need to come out um never really done rest pauses or intensifiers or anything like that just because at the moment there's no need in the future gotcha. maybe yeah. but right now don't need anything more that's fair enough yeah it doesn't make sense for like me to put set intensifiers on let's say a deadlift or a barbell yeah. or something like that it just doesn't make sense <laughs> so yeah it's i think it's for me to clarify very specific cases and certain things where i have to look at and go okay in perspective is this better and that's where i make that decision do we want to uh, get onto something a bit more light-hearted than uh, hmm. training the sandwich? If you want to, I am enjoying the training talk. It's been Christmassy, this, isn't it? Yeah, so absolutely. What is everyone's, everyone's plans for Christmas? Actually, what what have um, you got in mind? A lot, really, mate. Open when the gym's closed. It was a bit mm-hmm. shit. Uh, very festive. Thanks. Very festive. Um. What bit you, Sav? Yeah, go on. Yeah, um, so I live and work in West Yorkshire. Um, I'll be working up until kind of halfway through next week, and then I'm going to go back yeah, to where my yeah. family in Hull for a couple of nights. Uh, I've got legs on Christmas Day. Um, Lovely. That's pretty much it. Um, by boxing. Where are you training? Um, Muscle unit. Uh, in Hull. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know where it'd be up in. No, I'm not driving an hour and a half to muscle unit. <laughs> I'm training in Hull. 
All right, sound. Um, An undisclosed It's quite a small do for me Christmas these days. Like we, mm. the extended family, all kind of have their mini families now with kids and things. So it's like yeah. me, my mum, my dad, my sister. Gotcha. Yeah, for me, I'm just I'm going back home. I'm going to be in Chef, yeah. training at Ultra Flex or wherever else, you know. Um, I've got a few people that I want to train with over Christmas. I've got in mind. If any of you guys are down to train over Christmas, let me know. Uh, I'll be there every 10 days, so, yeah. <laughs> what day? What training day is that? Then? Leg day. Leg day, okay. But... I'm there on 21st. Okay, maybe legs then. Maybe. Fucking hell, all right, all right. um yeah should we go to some questions some dumb questions oh i absolutely can't wait please (laughs) you're both shitting it i can tell uh slightly yeah huh did anyone else get any um not particularly let me look let's have a look i didn't put any up sorry i didn't put any up I might have had someone message me specifically. I know Sav did. I bet she's got some weird ones. Yes, I don't think I've got anything. You sure? Yeah. yeah. People don't want to engage me today. Here we go. Make a Christmas dinner from fast food places. Meat, <laughs> carbs, dessert. Wait, not start the main dessert. Meat, carbs. No. You need to pick your meat sauce from somewhere, your carbs, and your dessert. Okay, fucking hell. <laughs> By the uh, way, people, just a disclaimer, meringues are permanently banned from the options. Fuck off, I want a meringue. <laughs> I don't even know any uh, fast food places that would do a meringue, to be fair. JP cream of rice. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am joking, I'm joking. <laughs> nah. mm, I don't think I like you are. Called, how about bakel tart? Ooh. Oh, fucking phenomenal! Oh fuck that! I was talking about a real one, Mr. Kipling's oh, bank oh, <laughs> Mr. Kipling. Right, who's going first then? Uh, hmm. Right, me. Let me see. Me, it's going to be uh, Nando's hot. Okay. All right, because I want some juicy chicken. I need a bit of protein. What, what you know. sort of chicken? What? What? Which cut? What are you getting? We're talking butterfly chicken. Butterfly. Don't don't you worry. Don't you worry. Butterfly. All right. Carb sauce. We're going for um, dauphinois potatoes. Bloody hell. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I didn't know they had them up. Where 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 does do dauphinois potatoes? Um, I've seen them before. You know when I think McDonald's have done like French. You know when yeah. they do like stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, and then continental mackie. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. And then dessert. I feel like I, I don't really go to like take you know like uh, fast food restaurants for dessert. Um, we've got somewhere called Heavenly Desserts in Leeds, All right. which is like a takeaway um fast food chain, and they do like cookie dough and ice cream and that so. That'd be dessert. Well in. Sav. Sav. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go same for protein to be honest. But like straight up thought was Nando's. Butterfly yeah. chicken. I like the extra hot. 
I like the extra hot Whoa. sauce. Yeah, black bottle. Yeah, that is the right. one. Um, Burn it, all in the You right? Where can I get this from? Wagamamas, maybe, or like your sushi. I want some jasmine rice. Nice. And pudding, I've got my answer for this because two years in a row now, I've seen these, I've gone, oh, they look nice. And then I've not had them because I just, I don't eat out. I don't eat mm. off plant food. I don't know. I just don't. Um, and I've just been watching a Beard Meets Food video and he got them. <laughs> the mince pie scrolls from Papa John's look fucking amazing. Mince pie scrolls? Wow. Yeah. Let me look. And so that's what I would be having if I was a normal human. Get it on screen. Pull up the Papa John's menu. I might be able to. Today, aka the giant. Would they have it on their Instagram? Yeah, yeah. They posted it recently. Cool. Let's uh, let's have a gander. According to Beard Meets Food, they're very good. We just had a look in your DMs, Jermaine. <laughs> it's fine. It happens every there day. There they are. These. Oh. Yeah. Lumin egg. All right. That's what I would want. Like a bunch of dead prawns. Are they vegan though? I don't give you a fuck. Are. I'm chicken. <laughs> Look at comments. Are these uh yeah, these vegan? Yeah, yeah. Kai Westbrook. Epic. Sure. Yeah, Easter dial levels going through the fucking roof, bro. God, you see what happened to Dorian Palm. My question. Oh, Sav's, Sav's liked it clearly. These are yeah. vegan. <laughs> I'll get that. You know like. what? Why, why? Why is Papa John's getting 172 likes? Their engagement's poor. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, well, it's an that. old company. They probably don't have a great PR team, do they? I love how we've gone to a pizza restaurant, a pizza takeaway for Christmas. Fucking they are they are appealing to the youth though with this. Um, yes, yes. The youth then. The youths. I swear in Japan they have like KFC on um, Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the thing in America as well. KFC at Christmas is quite a big thing. <laughs> you know, like a lot of a lot of people have the Christmas. Well, Christmas is the twenty fourth in a lot of Eastern European. Like, mm. Mm, yeah, they do. They have it night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get night on. before. Shit. So, but yeah. Hmm. Where am I? Where am I going? It's got to be Nando's, isn't it? Nowhere else does anything. You could go KFC, but I don't. No, 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 no. I mean, you'd be doing the carbs in the breadcrumbs, wouldn't you? So. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Nando's, whole chicken. Get it down, me. Oh, go on then. Mild, by the way. All chicken. Bloody hell. Yeah, man. It's, it's two can... legs, two breasts, and two wings, and two thighs. It's not that much. Just, just the man chicken. with the bowel problem, you know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, then five guys fries. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well then. Good choice. Dessert. Hmm. As, as you said, I don't really go... I've never been out f- just for dessert. I think it's a bit weird. Um, probably... Where's... What's good that I had recently? Uh, I had some, like... I don't know where we went. I can't remember what it was called. I had some, like, pistachio cheesecake thing. That was pretty okay. damn good. So. Yeah. 
I have another slice of that. <laughs> my Christmas salve, don't, uh, Caitlin, don't piss on my parade. Thank you. I'm used to um, the complaints coming from Savvy too. So. Yeah, she's pretty quiet today. A little bit of I like, yeah, I like yes. That. That's a good. Um, I'm yes. Bunch of mine. Where are we going? We're going to. Uh, believe it or not, Nando's. Who the fuck? I tell you what, though, we could go to some like Turkish restaurant or something like that. I don't know That's, what. Is that Bunch a fast food chain then? Get some like jerk Turkish chicken. restaurant. You, not you get some. Go get. Go to an Indian. Get a mixed kebab. Protein. What's that Caribbean called? Big, big, big Mike. Mike. It's not a chain. It's just one restaurant. You know. Are they the ones that really good patties? No, that's Island Delight, Jermaine. Uh, yeah, of course, my bad. Saltfish uh, patty. That's the one. Saltfish patty is the one. Right. What actually is saltfish? Is is it an actual fish? Yeah. Do you, no. I've, I've got some in the kitchen. Do you want me to go get it? <laughs> I don't know I, what it is, to be fair. Is this, yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. It's well, what does it taste like? Does it taste salt. like cod, salmon, meat? Well, it tastes like fish. Funnily enough, uh, no. What yeah. sort of meat? I mean, what sort fish, of fish? For fuck's sake! <laughs> um, I mean, it's saltfish. It just—it's just, it's just a, like a flaky fish. Is it salty? Yeah, yeah it's like way, pure, it is a bit salty. With salt, right? It's yeah, they cure salt. it in salt, so it's like absolutely covered in like a crust of salt pack. But then you take and it, it cooks it. Okay. Yep. You soak. I'm not sure it. how takes, I feel about the moisture, the moisture out of the fish, so it takes all the rawness out the fish with the salt dries it out and then they I don't know they grill it or smoke it or some shit yeah or in, so. as my mum does salt fish and ackee unbelievable Loves basically salt. fish and sweet potatoes and ackee um <laughs> okay so going back to uh, going back to Nando's so Nando's we're having I like Joe's energy so we're going with a whole chicken <laughs> Uh, Christmas uh, lad, get it down, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, oh, what spice am I going to have on it? I tr- I quite like the coconut one they've got now. Didn't know they had one. A bit mild for me though. Um, yes. <laughs> Being multicolored. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for hot. Um, Good man. And then we're gonna have some. We're going to go to Five Guys, get some Cajun fries. But I might see you there then, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, then. And do you know what? While I'm there, yeah, I'm the guys. only people in Five Guys on Christmas Day. <laughs> I might get a Five Guys milkshake as a dessert. Does that count? Oh, yes. Yeah. I'll go with a Five Guys milkshake then. I don't know which... Which banana banana biscoff is the one people? Okay, we'll go with banana biscoff, and then just to fuck with people, I'm gonna have uh, bacon bits. In. Bacon. Yeah. I knew that was coming. I can't be dealing with. It. Can't be dealing with. It. I just look can't like the type it. of person who'd have bacon in a milkshake. Yeah, you're a bit edgy like that with the purple I am hair. A bit, have you seen my fucking hair? Um, I have ba- I have bacon in my milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be mine. Um, yeah. Next question. Fuck me, that took a while. You can have one Christmas gift as as a brand new body part. What is it and why? Oh, 
Yes, Jermaine, you finally get to have a new cuck. It's amazing. I my tits need replacing, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> nah, I would have a massive set of quads. I just need leg, me. Bit of leg. Can you buy quads at Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Like Is it just all, no holds barred, whatever? No, no. The question was, if you could have one body part for Christmas, what would it be and why? Body part, you sausage. Okay. Oh, so quads. Um, right, I'm off to Lou. Quad... Hang on. All right. She, she doesn't want a quad bike for Christmas, well, Jermaine. All right. I'm taking delts, please, because... I just right. keep making the excuse that I've got shit insertions and a shit delt genetics. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, we can bypass that and I'll just have a set of nice, round, juicy delts. Fill them up with oil. Yeah. I'll fill them up with oil, yeah. I'm going to do I'm gonna do some arms because I've got none. Um, it's got to be the case, really, doesn't it? I want to say that as well. I could have said carbs, pest, but... I think. Chest, chest for me. Chest, all right. Titties, yeah, get titties. Yeah, yeah, gonna, I'm gonna get double D's. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be arms. Yes, because then, in my perfect of me, my arms would actually be up to par with the rest of my body. Then, and it would be, uh, it would be ideal. If you could have anyone's arms in bodybuilding, whose would you take? Just go for everyone. Yeah, yeah body part you're taking and putting on you. I'd have that one um, bodybuilder's um, just python that he has in his pants on stage. I'd have that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah. Get, just have that. <laughs> there you go. Bo Lewis. Yeah, I'll have the Bo Lewis python. And that's what, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd, I'd say Lee Priest arms. Lee Priest arms, okay. I can't have a pair of black arms, so Lee Priest <laughs> I was thinking that, so I'm just going to have to have Samantha Jerring, the whole of her. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. It's just arms, Caitlin. Don't you fancy Phil Heath's arms? <laughs> We're, we've got the same issue here. We're slightly different colour. Can you imagine Caitlin Phil mm. Heath's arms? <laughs> no, we, we, did, we did this with Louis Jermaine. Oh, we did, <laughs> didn't we? We gave Louis uh, Ronnie Coleman back yeah, I mean, Joe yeah. is having burrs <clears throat> Rod yeah, I'm, that's going to be stick thank you very much okay he's a weapon I want an image with all of us with our desired body part please <laughs> can you make that happen Joe I'll sort it out cheers <laughs> my god um, in all seriousness there's no Jermaine yeah. Uh, what body part? It was being all, serious. Yeah, we all know you. I'd probably anyway, have. So. <laughs> I'd probably have. Um, I'd probably have like Tom Platz's quads or something. Tom Platz's legs. Can't go wrong. Can you imagine the I mean, shape? You'd, be about a foot small. you'd have a. You'd be a foot smaller, but you know. And I have it like sized up to match. <laughs> Just scale it up to my height. Can you imagine the proportions I would have then? That'd be fucking dumb. Looks so stage. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. It'd be the opposite of the wheelchair class. 
<laughs> right. Next question. Next question. Would you right? Would you rather fist the turkey and eat your nan, or fist your nan and eat the turkey? <laughs> what the fuck? You can you can blame Jack Whitehead for that one. Jack Whitehead, who's he? I know Jack. Well, yeah, yeah. Fuck knows. Eat the turkey. What? You're gonna fist your nan. <laughs> you can fist your yeah. nan. Okay. With stuffing. Yeah, I've I've made my choice. I'm sorry, lads. This is it. Oh fuck! Going in. But box of Paxo straight up your nan. I think I've got to agree with Sav though, because there's nothing that I like that I will not enjoy the act of eating mine or fisting a turkey. Yeah, I'm not going mouth to mouth on any old woman. I'm sorry. I don't know if it meant like eat the flesh, like the turkey, or eat her out. Oh mm. uh, yeah, we're assuming that he means give a head. But... Oh, I I thought we were, I was cannibalizing my nan. Oh, I was thinking head. Uh, yeah, I was thinking cannibalizing Sav. Oh. oh yeah, of course. I'm mm. not sure whether that makes it better or worse. What your answer was, to be honest, Sav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's more to there's more to life than eating muff, Sav. Savannah's left this. <laughs> this oh god. I would happily eat me nan. <laughs> hey, Caitlin's just thinking of the macros. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're absolutely uh, uh, sound by now. Humans are quite lean individuals. Lean. If... Yeah. Can't you get like um like a mad cow disease or some shit from eating? Yeah, yeah, you can. You you lure, gen- like go insane after a long period of time. Uh, good to know. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm eating the fucking turkey. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not eating my nan. I'm not nomming down. What you nan, could so. physically do? I probably could. I don't feel good about it, do I? But I could. Uh, no, no chance. My nan's no. dead. Uh, <laughs> 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 question. Well, so, so is mine. So you know. Uh, would be. Yeah. We have a, we have a compliment for Sav, by the way, in the questions okay. from oh. another member of another British podcast. Mm. Savannah is just flame emoji. Oh, what was that? Is it fucking Jack again? No, is no, but he is Welsh. Yes. Is it that CP guy? GP. Yeah, you got it right. Flex Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? I like a Welsh accent. We can get with that. Yes. DM me. I, <laughs> I I had a question. Bringing okay. it back to uh, getting swollen shit. Yeah. What does your ideal Christmas meal actually look like? What's your ideal Sunday roast? Because that's all it is. My Currently, day. my appetite, it's not the one. So, small yeah. amount of meat, because I feel like that fills you up. Like, you know, mm. I want my I want my three grams of leucine to spike MPS, but don't want any more. 
Are we using um, are we using digestion aids in this? No. No. You all you all have to be welcome to my world. We can have a GDA though, can't we? We have a no. GDA. Oh fuck! Yeah, we can have a GDA. So they ran out of stock, bro. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah, Min minimum no. amount of meat possible to spike MPS because it's just dry and you know turkey. Now, not feeling. You've been doing it all wrong, Caitlin. You've got. Yeah, you, you can put the you can put ketchup. the gravy on. Ke ketchup, right? Brussels sprouts, pepper, ketchup. Oh, nah, no. Fucking one. Sounds like sounds like serious bad gas for me. I have balls. That shit. I have balls. Stay away from you around the festive period. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try Can you give us this a Christmas. Can you, just for please. you, Sam. Shag me. Oh. Here we go. Here's a question. Chest chestnuts, good or bad? Because I think they're shit. I like chestnuts with stuff. I don't like them on their own. So it's a 50-50 I'm not just going to crack open a chestnut on the spot and eat it. I, I want it with some stuff like mm. chestnuts, like just garnishing the Christmas dinner. I'm fine with that. Yeah. What's everyone's go-to Christmas dessert? Pudding, Christmas pudding and Christmas cake. First of all, do we all know the difference? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Caitlin, you didn't reply. That's because I don't eat dessert. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Imagine you're full of like 40 IU of insulin and you need the carbs. Right. Uh, dime frozen cheesecake, like ice cream cheesecake sort of thing. Right. Dime That's is good. the one. Fair play. Um, I'm going for like a uh, Marks and Spencer's Christmas pudding because I'm bougie. Okay. Uh, so I, I can't... Stand like Christmas pudding shit. So I'm going Black Forest Gatto. There you go. Ooh. All right. Steady. Um, the, issue, the issue with me and Christmas pudding is that my family tends to load up the Christmas pudding with that much alcohol. I'm absolutely fucked off of eating a bit of it. So <laughs> I'll just pass out on the sofa afterwards. All right. I Do didn't think Jermaine would be a lightweight. Really? I used to actually be very good. Um, well, I say good. It's not really a good thing that I can drink a lot. Um, you I, are a student. Yeah, I used, to, I used to be able to handle my drink very well, but I don't drink really ever. So mm. your, your liver and kidneys packed up from all the trend, right? I ha <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm just that liver toxic at this point. Um, no, I, I, I went out and had a few drinks post and I feel like that was one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made in my life. Um, cause I was like post show being eating a lot of carbs. Then I effectively put a diuretic in my body by drinking a bunch of spirits. Um, I looked absolutely peeled out my fucking mind. You did a running come bro. But <laughs> I felt I was, I was dead. I like, I didn't leave bed for a whole day. I couldn't move. That story lives rent free in my mind. What? The Ronnie Coleman one. Oh, with him, with Kevin in his. Uh... Fantastic. I love that. You story. couldn't write it. I, 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 I love like it. it's so perfect. It's almost not real. 
It's spe- especially when Kevin's the one telling the story and he's just doing his mm. one impression. Cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah, all right. I think I've, Speaking a final of question. Christmas, mm. I was just going to say, have you all listened to um, Huntel, Obrada and Fuad? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, bloody loved it. I don't know what it is about Hunter, but I could just listen to him all day. He's, a, he's my Christmas present this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he was saying all these letters that had to do with cars, and I don't have a fucking clue, but I'm like, yeah, Hunter, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> mm. he's, oh, he's, he's amazing, isn't he? Do you only really fancy someone and, like, everything that they say, you just, the like... Hum- it's the human flair, it. and it's, there's, there's not much of the human up. population up in up at all. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I know exactly what you mean. There's not many Cubans up north. That's <laughs> true. Your limit hunter Cuban. is Cuban. So. I yeah, can't that's right. I've yeah. never met a Cuban face to face now. There you go. It's exotic. Sorry. I do like Hunter a lot, though. Topical. He is uh, he is probably my favourite up and coming guy. To be fair. He's fantastic. However, I've been speaking to a few people and they've been like, he's really going to shock people this year. And yeah, he's going to do all right, but I don't think he's going to do amazing, unfortunately. No, he needs more. Whoa! Hang on a minute. I think no, he could possibly I think he could possibly crack the top ten. I do. I yeah, think... top top ten, but no I don't think he's going to be placing like third or anything. I think he could pip that six to eight. Yeah, yeah I maybe so. I would like that for him. If he's on, yeah. if he's absolutely on and he's improved from his last showing, he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be an upset to a lot of people, but I don't think he's... I still don't... I just think he lacks the um, the 3D... The maturity. Not even the maturity, just at the end of the day, his muscles don't look as pretty as Heath's, you know, mm. like as sculpted. They look... Absolutely insane, amazing. But when you put them next to each other, yeah. a Phil Heath round, striated, like muscle belly is always probably going to be chosen in it. I will it's still say, new though, muscle, isn't it? Really for him. Yeah. I yeah. Say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's why it's so exciting. Yeah. Just, exactly. When that's Hunt- matured. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Hunter's Hunter's tan, though, I will say, is some of the best tan I've ever seen. Like it, his last show, his tan was unbelievable. I don't know who does the tanning, but I want. Some- yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say one thing that I find with white people, especially, is sometimes they can look absolutely insane, like when they're pale, you know, the normal skin color, like like Hollingshead, and then yeah. when he puts tan on, it fades them out. Mm. But luckily, with Hunter, one of my biggest fears, to be perfectly honest with you, mm. like. Have you ever been again? Tan? Or like fake tan? Like, yeah. Once. And I looked a lot leaner. Image so. needed now. <laughs> Not getting it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Can I at least see it, Joe, please? No. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, Ian I, Valley spangs yeah. the Milana tan for a little while, and I think that's probably your best way about it. Get some yeah. MC2, hop on some beds for yeah, a but I, I reckon, yeah, that, that's probably the only option. I don't think I have any pigment at all. Sure. I'm fairly lucky because my tan, like, tan takes pretty well to me, but I do need, like, I like dark tan is really what I need, like a really dark tan. Because that's how I look. I feel like if I have, like, one, like, two coats 
and tan, it's not really enough. Like it doesn't sort of suit my skin. Quality. I can't use Proton. Okay. It, it does not look good on me, but you know, Nicola. Mm. Oh, Nicola, Nicola Gilbert, we love you. A1 yeah. tan. A1 tan. Or always used the, to be black uh, magic. And yeah, that was yeah. Lovely tan. Let me see. I it's might like, still have the A1. It's so crisp. I never liked liquid sun rays on me. I've never had it. Personally. On me, that always looks like shit. PCA used to use liquid sun rays. Now their tanners use pro tan, same as two bros. Yeah. I've only yeah, heard no, bad things I have yeah. only heard bad things about liquid sun rays. Yeah, it looks like awful on me. Corin loves it. It was very mm. green on my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Did you use what what do you use to like for like deodorants and stuff like that or like what? you don't use deodorant, darling. Deodorant. No, 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 I know, but like I'm just asking Sav, is there something that you use that might have made on my entire body? Oh. Point taken. Okay. <laughs> it, just, yeah, it just didn't agree with me. But. Black magic, great, protan, great, liquid sun rays was just a bit yeah. Savannah gonna turn up looking like Fiona from Shrek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next question. I have no more. Oh, I oh, said there was one I more. I have no more. Do you not have one more? Bobbin, I answered I asked it. Uh, um hang on. Oh, He's digging. <laughs> you know what? If he doesn't come back on the podcast for it, bollocks to him, because he asked. He was like, guys, still haven't heard back about this threesome. Hit me up. <laughs> ASAP. Now, now, now I'm, I'm really hoping he's referring to the girls here, because we've done too many podcasts for him to not yeah. know that he's in the closet. <laughs> so... That's true. Yes, we'll, we'll, ne we'll never Brilliant. know. Last time you never actually confirmed who it was. I said it, and you were yeah. just sort of like, mm. "We do want." It's Christmas. Everyone deserves a special gift. A uh, special gift. Can so we he might get the and you do can, can you tell us who it is? It's Jack Thorburn. Of course, of course, it is. Who else would it be? The fucking Jack lady Thorburn. killer, Jack Thorburn. Could you imagine his first <laughs> time back in the game? Goes straight in with a threesome. <laughs> That'd be a story. I feel like he deserves that. He does. Mm. I, I, one day, I hope that I get the opportunity to see Jack go on an absolute. Uh, I thought you was going to say something else. Though. That's a threesome, yeah. Yeah, no, mm. I'm, I'm no, no, thank you. I've watched that in the corner. I want to see Jack in like a... a Did we just miss what Sav said? I'd watch that. What did that. he say? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird coming from the grandma. I don't feel good about that. Mm -hmm. Hang on, Jack. Jack's older than all of us, remember? Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's an old... Like 42. 42, I think. Oh. Uh, like 26? No, 26. 26, 27. Yeah. I'm got sorry. eight years on me. Wow. Yep. Crazy, right? And you're going to take his so virginity. When... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That killed me. 
<laughs> sake. Uh, um, this is a shit show already. I say, oh we're man, we're a good bit into it, but uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Who do you have winning the oath? We'll find. We'll finish on that. Oh, yeah, Sav, who, Jermaine, and myself. I've already given our opinions. So, Caitlin, it's up to you. Um, so boring. Phil is going to win it. However, um, I would like to see Haddy win it. Same. I want to see Haddy up in the mix. Bothered. So yeah, that is that. That is what will happen if Phil doesn't win. Then I'll be very interested as to why. Um, I feel like they couldn't even blame it on a gut because he's that far ahead of everyone. Yeah. But to be fair, you know. have you seen Brandon's most recent update picture? Pictures. Yeah, I saw he's he's vastly improved from last year. Like vastly last year, he's, like yeah, he's, I, he's I, vastly I improved. Jack but... about... I spoke to Jack about it, and I said I spoke to uh, Thorburn about it, and um, I just think he's learned how to pose better. Doesn't look that crazy as an improvement to me. I he agree. He's fuller. I think, his belts look better. I think yeah. it's, but it's, when it's... when were the pictures taken? Like were they taken end of the day, post training? Were the other ones taken fasted last year? I don't yeah. know. Um yeah, his, so his weak areas has never been his delts and his chest and his fucking arms anyway. It's his hamstring, the fact that he's got no glutes and, and his his condition's been the issue. So but I still think Phil beats him. And I think I think we're yeah. on to like a 93 Dorian, 2003 Ronnie situation. I think genuinely think Phil's going to wipe the floor with everybody. I think yeah. so too. It'd be interesting to see these scorecards, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If that is the case. It's, and, it's if you wa- like... and if you're paying to watch it. I was going to say. Like the thing is, hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute, no. wait a minute, because this is illegal. Let's wrap up the show first. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Gotcha. All right. All right, guys. All right, ciao. Anyway. Merry Christmas. Thank you all for Merry the- Christmas. Show. Merry Christmas. Catch you on the next one. Merry. Enjoy some. Enjoy your brand new body parts and your turkey. <clears throat> and your meringue. Bye. In a bit. <laughs>